0: very late banter this <laughs> yeah. week due to me being a bludger and being out of office most of this week that's no, good but uh i heard you're pretty productive when i wasn't around yeah. <laughs> yeah, with was no like,
1: distractions yeah and there wasn't you or angie and lou was <laughs> painting of this week yeah. so I had the place to myself i just typed and typed amazing. and typed amazing so i'm ahead for sermons Nice. Can't I complain, complain about that. That's great.
0: So, um, for those who don't know, um, Mitch and I uh, went outside the office Friday night, Good Friday, and saw the Batman. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> Mitch, thoughts, takes on the new uh, Batman on our bats? Yeah, I don't
1: know. Bit dark, I think. Mm. I think I just sort of. Yeah. Yeah, like the Riddler was a very dark character. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like my Batman, a bit more lighter like Christian sure. Bale Batman you know okay. he fought like villains but they weren't like sort of weird I don't know yeah I like the soundtrack that's probably what I like Sounds the best cool, about yeah. the movie I, I as
0: much as it was a dark movie both in tone and yeah. in lighting I yeah. quite liked the lighting yes so that was that was the um so Thomas Grove's bit of a like movie buff yeah. he, when I hadn't seen the movie yet he's like it's incredibly well lit I'm like, yeah, I agree that it's well lit. But um, I was talking to uh, my mate from America who's just in town, and he was saying that for him watching it, um, the like Riddler as this sort of like lone gunman, like crazed white guy, he's like that hit
1: a bit like close to home, which is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just because the Riddler I know is like the Riddler from the comics where he's the genius. Yeah, like he's a bit of a crazy genius, not like a psycho. Yeah. And I just yeah that opening scene with him I was a yeah. bit like it felt a bit creeped out yeah <laughs> personally
0: well I found it really fascinating uh, I feel like that there was a little bit of a like interesting theological question mm. in it somewhat unintentionally I'm sure yeah. but this idea of vengeance right yes. so like apparently Matt Reeves the writer director was originally going to call the film like vengeance okay. Um, and there's that sort of like moment I think it was even in the trailer like, where vengeance. Batman is yeah. like beating up a guy who's yeah. already on the ground <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other criminals is like who are you he's like vengeance. I'm Vengeance yeah. um, he
1: doesn't even get identified as Batman does he in the movie
0: they're uh, calling Vengeance don't they I think a lot of people call him vengeance. Yeah. I think like the Catwoman calls him vengeance, yeah. but then like don't the, the Bat or the or the Batman? I think yeah, the detectives oh, do. Yeah, but what's know. interesting is that idea of vengeance is then yeah. like the Riddler sort of is enamored by yeah, that yeah. vision that Batman gives, and vengeance sort of becomes. I, w- I wouldn't even say twisted. It just like I suppose goes to its logical conclusion. I just suppose like kill everyone well yeah so i suppose for me it was more like justice not vengeance mm. and the difference between those two things was like a fascinating idea yeah because i yeah. think like we want um our, our human desire all the time wants vengeance mm. but really like
1: justice is different yeah look that segues really well into the resurrection Oh, <laughs> yes because <laughs> um yeah nt right if you've never read him he talks a lot about resurrection Mm. and shaped a lot of my understanding of the resurrection and there's uh, one of his books evil and the justice of god he talks about how job when job's restored he has you know more kids more wealth yeah and he goes Job wasn't whisked away to heaven to some paradise he was given justice Mm. on this earth and so kind of ties in with how what jesus has done with his resurrection it's a Mm -hmm. sign of obviously our sins are forgiven and we have new life in him, but it's also an act of justice. The evil and sin of this world has been paid for on the cross and therefore one day Jesus will come back and restore this world to how it's meant to be. Mm. So that's, that's it. I mean, that was one of the most significant things about the resurrection is God's restorative justice Yeah, in this world. And I had deep hope in that, that. Yeah, that's why we have resurrected bodies. And, yeah, all the... Tim Keller says that that's the point of the resurrection is that the life that we feel like we haven't had in this time and space we will get because we'll be in paradise, kingdom of heaven when Jesus returns.
0: Yeah. So, like, it was really cool on Easter Sunday for, um, I was, I think that I was aware of allusions to Genesis mm. that John makes throughout, but there were some cool new ones that you sort of brought out, which was really interesting to see. Um, I suppose for you, like, why is it... Um, I suppose, like, what what is the um, reason in your mind that yeah. John is sort of relying so heavily on Genesis yeah. imagery?
1: Why why is that, do you yeah. So I said, like, the John one one and RK mm. You've done that in Greek. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah. was the word. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that John's really tying it back into Genesis n-r-k, in the beginning. Mm. And so, yeah, John's painting. The different portrait to the other synoptic authors mm. of Jesus is bringing a new creation. Um, even the word Logos, it yeah, we can't do this because people kind of get bogged down in Logos, like the Greek term. But mm. you've got to think of it, it as like a, from a Jewish perspective. And so God spoke at mm. creation. So it's this weird God spoke. Jesus is like the word that was spoken at, mm. and it's this mystery. Like in fact, there's. Almost like the Trinity is there, like, at creation. Mm. There's kind of the spirit hovering. you got yeah. the word spoken, which just from God. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of mysterious in the Old Testament. And John is trying to unpack that in his opening chapter. Yeah. So, yeah, the book's structured around the number seven. Yeah. Seven signs, seven IMs. Seven was... Obviously, the day of the Sabbath, day sure. of rest, perfection. So all that's tying into like Jesus coming to bring in this new creation, this new beginning yeah. for humanity.
0: The, yeah, the relationship like between Jesus and the Father is like um, I suppose like a really unique insight in mm. John. Um, And there's um, a fascinating... uh, One of my teachers at Mauling. she's doing, like, a PhD on John. And she was pointing out, um, actually, this language of in the bosom. And Mm. you actually brought it up in that parable of Lazarus, sort Mm. of in Abraham's bosom. And then the language of Jesus being sort of at the right hand of the Father at the Mm. beginning of John apparently is, like, quite literally translated into this idea of, like, Jesus was almost, like, resting,
1: into Mm. the chest
0: of the Father. And then this image is then brought up again at the Last Supper in John when the disciple Mm. John is... Well, the disciple who Jesus loved, you know, is resting in Mm. Jesus' sort of bosom. It's this idea that this is in turn the relationship that you know, John is painting that, that that we are meant to have with Jesus, with mm. God, of, of leaning into him, you know. I mm. sort of think, like, my... Emily's always saying, like, how, f- like, touchy feeling my family is. But, like, even, like, when I'm over, like, at my dad's place now, like, when we're watching TV, it's just nice, like, rest your head on your dad's yeah, shoulder, yeah. you know. It's, like, really, like, for me, really, um yeah, like, evocative image. Yep. And uh, this idea of, like, rest again, mm. right? Like,
1: resting into the father yeah. is really beautiful. Yeah. And- well, it's a little bit off topic, but it's just reminded me. They say coming with rest is um, with the woman at the well. Mm. She's had six husbands, or five husbands. The 6 is isn't, sure. and then the seventh man is Jesus. Like he's yeah. the one to kind of meet her needs to yeah. satisfy her. Did it's...
0: you want to unpack that a little bit, just with like the well and what it meant to like meet around a well? Because I think like yeah. that might be interesting so, for some people.
1: I, I, a, well, the wells were obviously places where people got their water from. Yeah. And the fact that she's getting the water in the middle of the day when it was the hottest part meant that she was like an outsider. Yeah. So you kind of got that tick against her. Sure. She's an outsider. The fact that she's a, Jesus talking to a woman is like huge social sure. taboo. And a Samaritan woman. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And even the disciples, they even mention, they see him, they're talking like, what are you doing? am doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're there just watching him. and Totally. So, and then she, yeah, it's probably not, it's more like a Lukeian theme where, you know, outsider inside insider, but she yeah. becomes this Samaritan who was seen by yeah. Jesus as like horrendous people. It's a curse to use against them, a Jew? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Demon yeah, yeah. possessed and a Samaritan. Yeah, She's yeah, the one yeah. going into the villages and telling them about this man, he's the Messiah. He, yeah. Yeah, and offering the living water, which. It's an Ezekiel slash Genesis image. Of, For sure. Yeah, water, water flowed through Eden, Ezekiel's temple. Yeah. Water flowed through it. Um, Jesus gets up in John 7 and says, Hey, come to me. You have streams of living water yeah, flowing through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. through you. Yeah, totally. And then even the, um, uh, what's his name? Um, not Zacchaeus. Um, John 3. Uh, Nicodemus. Oh, Nicodemus, Nicodemus. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he talks about what he must be born of water. Yeah yeah, yeah water right spirit. like yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. water image just you know, coming in to born again kind of thing. So yeah. Well, linked in there is creation
0: yeah. images. I I um, found it really fascinating learning about this almost expectation culturally of what it meant for like, a man and a woman mm. to like meet at the well because I'd never made that parallel that is, again, in Genesis of sort mm. of, you know, um, Isaac's yeah, you know yeah, wife, yeah, the... Jacob's wife even, you know, Moses meets mm-hmm. his wife at a well. Yeah, yeah. There's this kind of expectation like in Jewish culture. If mm. It's almost like I don't know, the pub where you like yeah. meet somebody. <laughs> I don't know, just very secular yeah. analogy. But so this idea of like Jesus mm. being the seventh groom in a yeah, way. Yeah. That's a great that observation. She's like meeting yeah. at the well. Uh, I find really fascinating, you know, this, uh, yeah, lack of fulfilment in all these other relationships yeah. that she's had. Jesus, that's really that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. So you're talking mm. about kind of um, streams of living water mm. coming out of us and there's this idea of, you know, at the crucifixion, jesus then being pierced um and there's so much sort of like that's so rich i mean maybe i just say hey jesus being pierced go like (laughs) this place to start but maybe because we're already on that theme already the water yeah let's and the water coming out of
1: jesus as us go with that so yeah the the water and the blood it's sort of been traditionally seen as almost like proof that Jesus had died. Yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah, yeah, and look, yeah, I guess that's true. But John's also looking for deeper theological significance inside. So yeah, everything he, I feel like is a lot more mystical in yeah. John all the time. So he quotes Zechariah. Let me just find. And what you find finding, Zechariah twelve, Zechariah twelve ten.
0: So. I was just going to say, that's, mm. John's gospel is the only one that mentions the water coming out, is that right? It's the only one
1: who mentions the piercing. Yeah.
0: yeah. So straight away, there's something that John's trying to say here yeah, and point it's... out.
1: He's not just sort of relying on, on Mark and back catalogue. Yes. So, yeah, so I'll read the context of Zechariah 12. So it's the heading here, which is quite helpful, mourning for the one they pierced. Mm. And so it says here 1210, and I will pour out on the house of David the inhabitants of Jerusalem, a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child, and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. On that day, the weeping in Jerusalem will be great, like the weeping of Rimon in the plain of Megiddo, which is where there was a great battle, where there was a big defeat. The land will mourn each clan by itself, and their wives by themselves the clan of the house of David and their wives, the clan of the house of Nathan and their wives, the clan of the house of Levi and their wives, the clan of the house of Shimei and their wives, and all the rest of the clans and their wives. So that's the context of... So mm. what John is doing, I guess, is he's looking at it. I uh, said so there's sort of like multiple images of that piercing. Sure. But the Zechariah twelve one, it's obviously... Yeah, this, this house of David, this son of David, he's been pierced and people will mourn. So that's, and then in the broader context of that, you keep going on talking about cleansing of sin, mm. and the so, and then it goes on. This is now chapter thirteen, and on that day, a fountain will be open to the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and impurity. Mm. It seems like John's using Zechariah twelve ten as like the jumping point to make you think. Of the rest of that context around Zachariah, of Jesus being pierced, sure. people mourning for him, and sure. there's a hard thing with prophecy because, yeah, there's sort of like this immediate fulfillment. Yep. it's talking about house of David, house of Nathan, house of Levi. I'm not even know who the clan of Shimei is and their wives. Yeah, but, and then but John's sort of seeing as Jesus fulfilling that properly, mm. and then as a result of that, their fountain will be open, the house of David cleansing from sin mm. so that water imagery it's because blood was used in the old testament to atone for sins and water too for cleansing so it's sure. this water and blood coming out it's this dual image of cleansing mm. of forgiveness and already seen how john wardo is representative of the spirit yeah so it's uh, pointing to that as well this atonement yeah. of blood but this water coming out to bring it a cleansing and yeah. purification yeah uh,
0: that's really fascinating. Amazing. And then there's sort of, um, with the piercing sides mm. and, like, other illusions yeah. that you made. I think one that I, I found really fascinating, you sort of alluding back to Adam
1: mm. and,
0: like, his... You know, I think I think you asked, you know, uh, what was Eve made out of? Yeah. And someone, you know, like, I would have yelled it out until very recently as well, said, like, rib. It's like, actually. <laughs>
1: it a better word his A is better,
0: side? better yeah. is side, which I think, like... As a as a, as a guy, I'm gonna like just obviously mm-hmm. sound like a I don't know a little bit whatever, but like <laughs> I, I think that's really important that like it wasn't just a single rib that he mm. was made out of. Like I feel like I can see how that imagery may diminish women, yeah. and like maybe like this idea of it was like a half of Adam,
1: it was mm. his side that was coming out. It's like this. So it's a it's a fatal wound. Um, yeah, John Walton, who I think I've spoken to a lot, mm. he. Talks about this in one of his books on Genesis, I can't remember which one, but it's a fatal wound. Yeah. And it brings life to Eve and doesn't kill yeah. Adam. And so that's why the joining of marriage, it brings humanity back to its state to become one. Yeah. My better half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this deep mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, the rabbis would say woman wasn't formed from the head to be above man, wasn't from the feet to be beneath him, but from the side she was his equal. Mm-hmm. And Even on the word helper, um, in English, helper implies someone who's lesser, you're just my helper. Yeah, 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 word yeah, 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 iser. It's used of Yahweh. Yahweh mm-hmm. is my helper. No one thinks Yahweh is less. It's, no. yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. you could argue that in Genesis, creation gets progressively better. Mm. As things go along. Sure, so sure, sure. Yeah, the yeah. last act? <laughs> it's a woman. So, yeah, 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 yeah. She fulfills the, the loneliness. She's his helper to yeah. serve and... And, and allows to continue to create new yeah. life as well. Yeah, and yeah. so with that imagery of Jesus being pierced in the side, some commentators know as well, in that piercing, Jesus creates a new bride, his church. Mm. And so we are the bride of Christ. And so... Yeah, that's um. Yeah, I guess this is part of like looking at theology and illusions Is you can just sort of mm. see how because Christ fulfills all Scripture, you can sure. see how the imagery is drawn out. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's quite a beautiful picture. Like this one act has all these different sort of facets yeah. about it. Totally, you know, look at it. So,
0: and then you also made reference to uh, Phineas, yeah. who's a bit of a. I mean, that's that's a deep cut. <laughs> right? Like, he's a character in Numbers. Yeah. He's, you know, probably only only got a couple of passages. Yeah. He's, he's... kind of this dude who randomly rocks up, and he's also got a spear. He does have a spear. So what, what's going on there? So what's, how does that in, kind in of Numbers
1: connect? chapter 25, the Moabite women that seduce the Israelite men. Sure. So, so these, like,
0: foreign women yeah. sort of coming in. And at that point, obviously, in Numbers, there was this really strict idea of wanting to keep the Jewish line pure yeah. in bringing in women. It was also kind of maybe... A Bit of a sign of very likely that the men would start worshipping false yeah. idols and their gods and stuff. So it's this yeah. sort of like loss of, of purity, yeah. loss of holiness, yeah. loss of, yeah, losing. Yeah. It's, so it was a big deal that these Moabite it, women had come in.
1: And so if you read along, it says in verse 6 there's an Israelite man brought to his family, midnight women, right before their eyes. And the Israelites are weeping because Yahweh's anger is burning against them. So. It's really intense. And then, so, you know, then it says here in verse 7, when Phineas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, so this is Aaron's grandson, the priest saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the Israelite and into the woman's body, and the plague stopped. You're like, that's really, really intense. Yeah. It's... uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I guess that's part of. I often tell people, it's like, especially around the Canite violence. Yeah. Is that if is, they call it, some people say, oh, you know, Yahweh is a god of genocide. I'm like, yeah, it's God hates sin on both sides, yeah. Jew and Gentile. And so here's yeah, yeah. an example of the consequences of sin. And what I think's hard for us as Christians who don't deal with violence is that Phineas is praised as being righteous <laughs> it's psalm 100 and let's go find it. it's 106 somewhere there's um oh, 105 Ugh. anyway he's um he's described as being righteous like phineas for, for his actions yeah I think. anyway point is is that so phineas with the sphere he is acting as a priest and so that spear brings the plague away. Yeah. And so what Jesus is doing, and John doesn't use the image of Jesus as a priest. Sure. It's, but like we know it from the book of Hebrews that Jesus is a priest. Yeah. And so it's this other image too that a spear goes into him, and in a sense, a plague. I use that very. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah it's the done plague away of with. sin. Yeah. It's done away with. And so, yeah, that's what the. You know, that that Moabite woman, that is like, men were killed for their sins and the plague stops Mm. and Phineas is praised later on in the Psalms as doing an act that's righteous on behalf of God. Yeah. And now Jesus, with that spear in him, it's like a reversal of the high priest is now taking the spear. Yes. The spear for us. Yeah. Yeah, some pretty cool stuff there. Yes. The Old Testament's violent, but in some ways the New is just as violent. It's mm. just all poured about on Jesus. So mm. yeah. There's, there you go, one little verse can have so much unpacked totally. around it. Totally. Scripture. Scripture is very deep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when Jesus says, you know, law, prophets and writings. I spoke about me. This is sort of how we're drawing these yeah, these images that are yeah. meant to like focus upon and reflect upon. how yeah. Jesus fulfills them.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. Kind of this like multi leveled mosaic of, you know, <laughs>
1: referencing. Yeah.
0: So uh, I, I really love those allusions that you're pulling out as well that John gives us around that garden mm. imagery of, of mm. the middle cross of Jesus yes. in the, the mm. misson, in the middle, yeah, yeah. and this idea that there's, o- there's only one other time that like, that word yeah. is used so that's in, in the, Scripture. Yeah, and
1: the LXX, the Greek Old Testament, yeah, yeah Garden of Eden. Yeah, and, that's, and even like going back further, John identifies Jesus' temptation is in a garden. Yeah. It's like a new Adam so to yeah. speak, is wrestling with a new temptation yeah. and then goes up to the cross, as uh, now the tree of life.
0: Now in the middle, and it's this idea that sort of this this tree of death becomes mm. a tree of
1: life, which yeah. is really cool. Because it's, it, it's, yeah, in older English translations, I'll say, they call the cross a tree. Yes. Yeah, cursed is one that's hung upon a tree or something. And yeah. we try not to think of the cross as... Tree, but it is in some ways made of wood. Sure. It's like, actually, the Bible Project have a really cool podcast. Yeah. On, like trees in yeah. the Bible about like I'm the Hebrew that... word eights and how yeah. like tree and
0: wood is the same word yeah. in Hebrew. So there's this like deep, deep connection, yeah. interconnection between yeah. wood and trees, and essentially okay. anything made by wood is sort of immediately
1: connected the in tree. the Hebrew mind, yeah. at least, the to tree. tree. So, and that's part of it, Jesus hanging upon a tree, giving yeah. us life, and then he's buried in the Garden Temple, which is nearby. Yeah, a garden temple, garden tomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomb yeah. that becomes a temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that was <laughs> yeah. good. That was good. <laughs> and then, so this was kind of, I
0: think, for me, um, one thing that I had never heard before, mm. which was this idea of the angels um, mm. in the tomb, mm. sitting at either end of the the, the bed where yeah. Jesus is now, you know, robes lay, mm. I suppose, um, and the sort of deep allusions that that has throughout mm. the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, what that actually means for that tomb, what that means for the good news of Jesus. Yeah. Um, how how um, did sort of that um, tie in for you with, um, I suppose maybe that, like, changed in a way what angels do? That may sound a bit dumb. Yeah, but, right. like, for me, I think, like, angels are these... Um, Somewhat um, elusive figures oh. that you know you kind of try to imagine, and you know, then you suddenly find out that angels don't actually have like necessarily the one set of wings that we like <laughs> yes. to see in Renaissance Fat games. little babies. Yeah, you're like, I'm trying to like, get my head around these angels and yeah, then six winged creatures that are, yeah,
1: but they're also described as men too. Sure,
0: so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, can don't they yeah. like ch- change form I don't or know. choose they how they appear? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah but, like, I suppose one thing yeah. which I found fascinating in all that is, for me, um, angels kind of connected to that Greek word, like, mm. angelos, like, yeah. messenger, yeah. you know. Uh, and this idea that, yeah, angels are Jesus, uh, sorry, God's messenger. Yeah. Um, but this idea of protector, I think mm. that's something that we maybe don't think of angels a lot. I know that, like, growing up there, I would hear prayers of, you know, like, Lord, like, surround this person with your angels. Yeah. And this idea. Um, yeah, how, how does that sort of add to our, our depth of knowledge, mm. to our faith? How should we be taking this mm. interaction with angels and what they mean yeah. for
1: us? So we'll go back a step, right back to Eden. So Adam and Eve were called to serve and protect the garden. That's yeah. literally what the word means yeah. there. And they were meant to expel the serpent. Yeah. So by protecting the sacred space, if they'd listen to God's commandment and get nuts, nah, out of here, they would have been able to stay in paradise. And sure. so what happens is, is angels take over that role. And so yeah, right. angels became, like, and that's why you got the cherubim on the Ark of the Covenant, you yeah. got the two angels guarding the way of the trail. They came like the protectors of the holy space, which is why when you see these visions in the Old Testament of God, there's always angels going around, the Isaiah, Isaiah 6, holy, 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 the mm. Lord God Almighty are travelling before him, mm. protectors of this holy space and so now that the curtain has been torn into yep. this idea that access to Jesus is now present, you can come to God and, and, and John touches on this in his opening verses the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us Sure, he said Tabernacle pitched his tent This yeah, yeah, the yeah. exodus imagery, of God's present with us yeah, and yeah, so yeah. now in that sense that
0: yeah, angels
1: are no longer blocking the way to God's access, yeah. there is freedom in that, and so, yeah, and that's I guess part of that image. And and each um, resurrection account sort of some has only describes one angel sitting on a rock, and sure. but John here describes it just in the temple, on oh, the temple, in the tomb, yeah, you call yeah, it yeah. A temple, that's temple hilarious. slash tomb. <laughs> it turns <laughs> in tomb, into a temple yes. in this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you got, and yeah, it's this quite interesting image, almost like the Ark of the Covenant, like yeah, this. this Atonement lid is now where Jesus rested. That's the place. Yeah, it yeah. becomes like a new
0: holy of yeah, holies Lids. almost. Yeah. This place, especially
1: now the curtain has torn, yeah. access to Jesus is now access to to God. Yeah, and so yeah, it's just another image there. And yeah, because it's there's nothing in the Bible that's just there randomly. Like there's like a purpose. And so you read there in John ten, the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent in to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. And so that, yeah, for me, a lot of commentators have identified this as like, sure. I'm not the one making this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like that's not, you wouldn't just chuck that in there randomly. And that's the idea we meant to yeah. look at it, seeing that now access is for all. It's like, well, and they even ask, you know, why are you crying? You know, I don't know where Jesus is. And that's when then Jesus appears. Mm. Supposing he was the gardener, which mm. N. T. Wright talks about too. Like it wasn't such a foolish accident. Mm. Adam was the the first gardener to look after the sacred space. Now Jesus has come and N. T. Wright talks about this to bring in that fulfillment of desire where there's no longer thorns and briars, but mm. life. Mm. So
0: mm.
1: yeah, lots of deep imagery. Yeah. It's definitely. quite phenomenal. Now.
0: And um I I think he kind of um I don't know. For me, just um, yeah, did a phenomenal job at, I suppose, unpacking what it what it really looks like mm. to have that um, that resurrection faith. Mm. You know, it, I think it's always that thing. You're like, okay, cool. Like Jesus is like resurrected, yeah. and there's that promise for us. But like, mm. okay, like how does that actually affect our lives? And I think mm. like a very um, uh, a very literal, you know, sort of. Mm. Um, and, and moment of you um, with Asha, mm. sort of experiencing that. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I really appreciate you sharing that because yeah. that's a very, you know, I suppose private moment or personal mm-hmm. moment. Um, but, yeah, like, it was really impactful for me mm. and just seeing, like, yeah, like, that is the kind of faith that we can have mm. even when, you know, we're facing, uh, yeah, I, I suppose the, the potential sting of death mm. in a really terrifying and, and unjust yeah. way. That there is still that, um, yeah. Like it, it's, uh, it was really interesting. Like I know, um, you know, like when my mother-in-law passed mm. away, like people would kind of ask, her, "How are you doing?" I'm like, honestly, like I don't know how people do it, like without mm. Jesus. Like I really mm. don't, because like that's what was getting me through the mm. fact that like I knew she had a faith, and like I knew that you know there would sort of be this this second mm. second um, coming, this yeah. this sort of new body. Um, yeah, and I, I think it is something that we can sort of um, glance over a lot, but when we really do come face-to-face with death in whatever way that looks,
1: I think that's the moment that you're like, oh, I'm so glad I've got yeah. this. You yeah. know, I, I guess tying back to what I said about justice originally, like I think of what's happening in the Ukraine right now, and I know there's believers who are still there, like getting getting mowed down and cut down there's for them there's just this utter brokenness in life and for yeah. the bulk of human history life's been a lot of suffering and pain and sure. yeah what happened to Jesus cru- being crucified wasn't a unique event it was sure. a pretty regular occurrence by yeah. Roman soldiers yeah and so that, that's the type of world that he lived in and a number of people still live in the brutality of a world like that sure. and just knowing that, that, well, one day being resurrected in a world with no more pain and tears. That's, mm. And that's why Paul says we don't mourn like those who you know, have no hope. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's... And, that, and yeah, I think too, like, a lot of Christians sort of see death as kind of like this friend. Ah, oh, just kind of just want to die and be with the Lord. And sure. Like, yeah, like, I can get it. But also, like, Paul uses pretty strong language, the last death, <laughs> last enemy is death. Like, yeah. uh, it's this... This isn't some friend. It's an enemy yeah. to be, like, trodden on and, yeah, and stomped yeah, yeah. on. That's sort of the point of... Like, yeah, it's it not 15. like an early mark from work kind no. of thing. Like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, I'm like, out with, of here. Yes, yes, I get to be with... Because I, I was reflecting on this. There's a number of um, fictional works about eternal life, like Frankenstein. Sure. Frankenstein's trying to overcome death. Yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones, that last crusade, where they try to find the Holy yeah, Grail. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, I mean Dracula yeah Dracula's another yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Um, is um, the picture look, of Dorian Gray you
0: know seen famous something. play it's right. um, I was thinking a it, Age of Adeline
1: so yes. yeah, well, yeah, they yeah. have like this eternal life that comes at like a consequence yeah even like it's, Voldemort and Harry yeah, Potter yeah, it's there's like, a yeah. curse to this and yeah I said like I find it interesting and Wright talked Nente Wright talked about Job not being whisked away he was given justice yeah. on this earth and the fact that Jesus resurrected people and the early church did too mm. makes it made me think like there's something deeper about life we we first for life at, at our core like there's mm. this yeah I, I remember that with asher is that and this yeah this like why are they trying to keep like a single like, these secular doctors why are they trying to keep this kid alive like it was just like more of a philosophical question yeah like like Really, like, this kid's just a drain. Like, he was costing them thousands of dollars a day to yeah. be here. Yeah. And it's because deep down we know that life is life. S- sacred. Yeah. And so we, you know, if someone has a heart attack, doctors and nurses work around the clock to save people's lives. Yeah. There's this, yeah, in a sense, I guess it reflects the image of God that yeah. we're about life. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, you know, like, when Jesus resurrects Lazarus and he's weeping at the tomb, Lazarus, not like, oh, why did you take me from heaven? Like, it's... This, sure. Yeah, it's like, because that's where you're meant to be, Lazarus. And, that's, and, that, and that was really the Jewish belief, unless you're a Sadducee, was that he would be resurrected. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to talk about this in the next sermon series, but Christians have sort of got the dualistic view that the physical is evil and to be spiritual is more like holy. To be ascetic and to yeah. deny, and so you know, thing. like the, the, the hope is just to live as some sort of disembodied spirit. Yeah, in heaven. And as a kid, that was my image of heaven was like, like I said this on Sunday, flying around like Superman in the clouds. Yeah, like that was yeah, kind of like yeah. I, I just didn't know any better. I didn't understand that resurrection meant like bodily. Yeah, it's our bodies, and yeah, to be human is to be what we are now, but just without sin and yeah. death. Yeah. You know?
0: So awesome. Jesus is given this mm. new body.
1: Mm.
0: Which um, we we're talking about kind of before we started recording. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on like I haven't put on my cynics hat for yeah, a I good few yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I think like it's sometimes helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend yeah, for a second yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm not a Christian. Okay. right? It's so, like, alright. Jesus, this this real guy, this real mm. historical figure. I think you're I'm just gonna say, I think okay. you're an idiot if you're gonna like yeah. say there was no such person as Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's so much historical yeah, evidence yeah, yeah. that was definitely a thing. Mm. Okay, whether he was the Son of God, whether he rose again, like yeah. that's that's what's up for debate, yep. and I'll allow people to have that. Okay, so I'm gonna pretend I'm mm. not a Christian for a second. Okay, cool. There was this guy. was a really good teacher. Maybe he did some really clever mm. magic tricks. He was killed on a cross, mm. right? And then it even says, like, I don't know which Gospels it's in, but it's like, and uh, there was a lie that some people said that oh, people Matthew, had stolen yeah, yeah. his body. Yeah, but yeah. that was just a lie. I think, like, they even address it, but yes. that rumor started going around, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we start, we see this, this Jesus who is resurrected, but he looks different in some way to Ooh. the guy who they'd been spending the past three yeah. years with. He's got these holes in his hands and a hole in his side. Yeah. So, and, like, we... You see that he maybe like disappears and appears, and he yeah. still has this, you know, mm. like. But why? Why does he look different? Like he really does have like a new body in yeah. some way, but it's still his old oh, self. Yeah. It's,
1: What's going on? Yeah, it's interesting, and I, I guess when Paul says Jesus is the first fruits of resurrection, that's sort of like that he's the model for us. Now, what happens with our resurrected bodies? I I don't know, will we keep some of the scars that we carried around in this lifetime, or yeah. are those scars there reminders of what it costs Jesus? I always kind of thought with Jesus' appearance, like people not knowing, but he's doing like a bit of a Clark Kent. You know how Clark Kent just puts a glass yeah, on, Somehow, yeah, people just yeah. don't know he's Superman. Yeah, he just had, he had some Ray-Bans off. he was popping <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I don't know, was it like something like that, he just sort of was not revealing himself to people, because... Huh. In it's not in John, but Luke on the Emmaus road when these yeah he's, yep, hanging, he's yep. talking with the the, the the two disciples and then they yeah he's chatting with them and then suddenly their eyes are opened and they recognised him this yeah is, so well that was Jesus just hiding himself from people so they wouldn't know mm-hmm. yeah, questions because then he, then Jesus like in John twenty one he eats fish sure and like that I. Yeah, I see, like, Well, I remember,
0: you're... like, I grew up with the movie Casper the Friendly Ghost, what? and they're eating at the table, and all the food's just falling through them onto yeah. the ground as they eat it. <laughs> so he's like, he's not a ghost. No, he's a, no, he's, he's, a a, he's a real.
1: Because even, um, he even says that, he, this is to Thomas, to Doubting Thomas. This is John 20 from verse 26. A week later, the disciples in the house, and Thomas was with them. And then, though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out. Your hand will put it into my side, stop doubting and believe. And it's like, like hmm. there's this real, yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah. But then like in Acts, um, yeah, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, when he yeah. baptises, yeah. yeah, Philip just sort of like disappears too. He just sort of like, gets yeah. carried away. Yeah, like transfigures
0: it, it, and like kind of just, teleports and then Yeah, like again. runs
1: away really quick and is it yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's just this bit mysterious, but the point is is that and Jesus said that that he was something real about him he was resurrected bodily it yeah. wasn't, there was a, her, a heresy in the early church called doceticism because mm-hmm. was it it means to seem Jesus only seemed yeah. human that yeah, was, yeah. that's like when a lot of the like John and his letters really go to great lengths to show no 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 Jesus came in the flesh he's mm. human he's mm. not like a spirit that just looked human there's a ...mystery about him. He's both God and man. Mm. And So, mm. what does that mean for us in our resurrected bodies? Well, I, I don't know. But well, I know we will be resurrected. Yeah, so, I think oh, one that thing helps. that you addressed was... And not to eat too much
0: into your mm. sermon, oh, you know, right. in coming weeks... But this idea of, um, you know, material still has great value, mm. right? Like, if it, we, we don't sort of uh, have this, like, Hindu or, or Buddhist mm. belief of wanting to escape the material. Mm. Like there is this higher sort of, you know, spiritual realm that we can escape the mm. material into and, and into the spiritual realm. Like that's that's not the vision that we're given. Yeah. Like the, the vision is a very earthy, yeah. very real, you know, thing. And I think it was like a question that one of my mates asked me after studying mm. like for one year mm. at Morley. And it's like, what's the, like the biggest revelation that you've had this year? I was like, I think just like how earthy the Bible is. Yeah, Like, I just never realized for a spiritual religion Mm -hmm. just how earthy it is, you know? Like, it's got all of these ideas of gardens and feasts and, you know, very, very much, um, yeah, earthy, fleshly things that... Mm. You know, um, it's it, it's like nothing. Like the, the material world isn't sinful no. in of itself. It's what you make of it. You know, yeah. all these things like you know, food and alcohol and sex. Mm. Like they can all be beautiful things in the right context
1: and to be celebrated. Right, that's what Paul talks about. You know, everything with God is good, since to be you know, celebrated with thanksgiving. Sure, this idea like you, you pray over things, you thank God for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I read somewhere that Jesus ate and drank his way through the kingdom. <laughs> you see that in the Gospels? <laughs> he's just constantly eating and feasting. Like yeah. there's, apart from the 40-day fast, sure. that's the only fast you see. Yeah, yeah. And that 40-day fast, I see it as he's taking on the role of Israel as a nation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 40 days representing 40 years in the wilderness and yeah, overcoming yeah, yeah. that temptation. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this, yeah, well to John 2. Let's go to the first miracle in John. Yeah, water right. into wine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And a lot of like wine this, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The celebrating of the New Age, that was like what the prophets foretold. Like Amos, there'd be wine running down the hills. Mm. And in a sense, Jesus is like literally doing his turn yeah. all this water into wine with yeah, celebration. Yeah. There's this, this wedding banquet and yeah. you know, Isaiah 25 about having a feast on the mountain, Mount Zion, mm. when, death's, when the shroud of death is gone. Like, mm. There's this yeah, these images there. And same with Ezekiel. Ezekiel yeah. he sees the 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 river, like there's fish in it and trees with yeah, fruit going yeah, yeah, next to yeah. it. And I find interesting that Jesus in John twenty one, he lots of fish come out. Yeah. It's almost like this Ezekiel image. He's like, yeah. Hey, I'm the one to bring you this Ezekiel like oh, imagery. Yeah, 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 lots of yeah. fish to eat. That's like, cool. I've never made yeah. that
0: connection. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I so like for me I hmm. think that's that that's why it's important that yes. jesus was bodily resurrected yeah. because i think it like informs the way we live our life now does, yeah. not to you know sort of live this uh, again ascetic spartan yeah. deprived lifestyle mm. but no to like enjoy the the, the fruits mm. that, that god has given us yeah. um mm. but yeah obviously moderation
1: <laughs> yeah well, it's i think too and that's been probably the problem in church history is so influenced by Greek Platonic thinking not Jewish thinking there's a book by a guy called Marvin Wilson and he writes on it's called Our Father Abraham it's the Jewish like influence of Christianity Mm. on Christianity he's basically saying like man to be a Christian you really got to understand like the Old Testament and Mm -hmm. Jewish thinking to Mm -hmm. get it properly and because all the New Testament writers Bar Luke it's yeah. probably god They're they're Jew. They're Jews. So they think yeah. like Jews, yeah. and that's important. And for Jews, like life was to be celebrated. It's a gift, yeah. And yeah, and so for me, that's what I think. Understanding the resurrection has made me enjoy life more and more. That there's this wonderful blessing each day to enjoy food, to enjoy my kids, to enjoy my wife, mm-hmm. just to enjoy work, and it's all this worship. It's mm. not this secular sacred. Domain. And sure yeah. there's times where bit formal worship, but it's not just like, well, this is when I worship and that's it. It's like all your life is worship. Like Paul talks about this Colossians 3.20. I think whatever you do in word or deed, do unto the Lord. Yeah. And not for men. Yeah. It's everything in life. Not this little hour on a Sunday I give to the Lord yeah. and the rest is just it's like to be a true follower of Jesus, you yeah, give yeah. all your life yeah, to him. And so like the resurrection is part of that. Right? So
0: good. Yeah, it is good. So He's Mitch. Risen. We, have, we he's risen indeed. I never did that in my old church, I was very confused. Um, so, we have finished our Cross in the Gospels yeah. series. What a journey.
1: That was a great journey. Yeah, yeah I, fe- I, I feel like sweet.
0: we've hopefully learned a lot. I know I yeah. did. <laughs> um, so, what are we... We're, we're moving into a new series this mm.
1: week. Give so us a little to... taster. Yeah, little so, we're teas. back to growth. Yes. So we're oh, divided growth into four seasons yep. So we've done prepping the soil Prepping that soil Now we're sowing the seeds Sowing those seeds So we're kicking off with the parable of the sower Alright, cool Just to kind of get that So the theme verse of you was like Psalm 1, 3 Being like a tree planted yes. by waters Yes And so that seed imagery, it's a in with that This idea of yeah. growing seeds And then from that, uh, the following weeks so We'll look at some more We're going to use the shape Alright from Willow Creek, not Willow Creek. What's it called? Saddleback. Um, Saddleback. Yeah, yeah there we but go. No, not like it's kind of the foundation.
0: Inspired, inspired by, by not exactly yeah, yeah, word yeah. for word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, no eighties
1: requiring videos. No, All right. <laughs> <laughs> the closest we'll come to using shapes is we'll get the small group guys to actually Great. do the shape. Awesome, profile awesome. the freebie one. that's yeah, on the yeah, yeah. internet To help spiritual guessing and sort of going through it to so looking at spiritual gifts, the heart aspect yeah. the abilities which we're gonna actually i've changed it to work yeah workers worship yeah yeah yeah. and p personality so actually looking at emotional intelligence and the importance of that for christians actually having reign of our emotions sure Um, yeah Yeah. and then e is experience yeah very sort of the then mixing that a little bit marvelous day All right, just throw it in there in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So lots coming up. Love it, so good.
0: Can't wait. Well, looking forward to Sunday, hearing all about the parable of the sower. Well, uh, thanks as always for a great chat.
1: Thanks. See you Sunday.
0: Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to help others discover this channel. Check out the description if you wanna find out more or get in touch with us at the center journal. But in the meantime, praying for God's hand over you as you continue to step into everything Jesus has in store for your life. Be blessed.